attitude uh, from the congregation to Dalreda. Uh, I had never heard of the Dalreda congregation until I decided to take the job at Gray. And one of the members said, by the way, uh, three weeks after you get there, we're going to have VBS. And uh, so that was an exciting adventure. And, um, and Dalreda is going to come and help us with that. I was very grateful for that. It was great to meet Will and the kids and to get to know a little bit about this congregation. We have, uh, as Brother Hatcher said, we have been there for a little over a year. Last week was our one-year birthday anniversary, whatever you want to call it. They stuck with me for one year at least. Uh, and so we are very happy to be there, very thankful to be there. And so it is my task tonight to update uh, y'all on the congregation and, and give you a little bit of insight into what we do on a weekly basis and also um, to point your minds toward God at any possible chance. Gray, Georgia is uh, home now. My wife and I were driving from Macon. If you don't know where Gray is, it is 11.6 miles from our door to the Macon uh, city limits. So we are just northeast of Macon, Georgia, right smack dab in the middle of Georgia. We were driving back uh, home from Macon and she said, it seems like we're going home. Uh, that's exactly true. We, we see Gray as our home now and we're very thankful to be able to be part of the congregation there. Just a uh, small introduction into the area. Jones County is where Gray is. Gray is the, the county seat. Gray has about 3,000 to 4,000 people inside the city limits with 29,000 in our county. If you can see it, I don't know if it's pixelated or not, but this is a map of our county. We're just northeast uh, of Macon, as I said. The county is 400 square miles, an average of three people per household. And so there are a lot of people in Gray. We had no idea. When you drive into Gray, it looks like maybe four or five people live there. And in reality, there's 29,000 people that live there. There are a lot of people, and we are doing our best to contact those uh, members of the community, members of our county. Inside our county, we are the only Church of Christ. As far as I know, and as far as I could count, there were about 30 denominational churches in the county of Gray. And of course, Gray, or Jones County, I'm sorry. Of course, Jones County is spread out, and there is a lot of rural towns, or rural areas. And so there are churches that uh, are not mentioned in the yellow pages. But as far as I could tell, we are the only Church of Christ, as far as I can find, that meets within the, the limits of Jones County. There are about 30 different denominational churches. The main ones are, of course, the Southern Baptist and uh, the United Methodist. And so we have our work cut out for us with 29,000 people, only one congregation. The Gray Church of Christ has 42 members as of last week when I made the new directory. And so we have a small number of those 29,000. We are doing our very best uh, to make that number grow. Just a, a quick update on uh, what we're looking at. 68% of the population of our county are members of the Southern Baptist Church. And that's nothing against the Southern Baptist Church, but we want to go by strictly the New Testament and its doctrine. And so we have to teach that New Testament doctrine to, uh, to those people around us. This is a, a little bit of a chart that shows you how many members of the Lord Church are in Jones County? We have 0.5% of the 29,000 
as far as I could count, that is including members uh, of the community that attend in Macon because of family ties or whatever. We have about 0.5% um, of members of the church. And so with that being said, uh, without your support and without your continued support of the Great Church of Christ, uh, we would never be able to do what we're able to do. And we're very thankful for that. Dalreda is our largest, con- uh, largest contributor every month. And it is uh, the money that is sent from y'all that goes to sending out the things that we do and contacting those and having the programs that we're able to have. And so not only are we thankful because you support the congregation, but also because uh, this congregation at Dalreda uh, greatly supports us to the point that if, uh, if we didn't have it, we would not be able to do what we do. And we're very thankful that the Lord has blessed us with the ability to do those things. And we're going to talk about a summer, number of those things Uh, this evening. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and uh, get them out. We're going to go to a few passages tonight. We're not going to go into a a complete sermon, but I want to point out some things as we go through looking at the pictures and looking at some some statistics and some things about the congregation. Uh, And so we will need those Bibles. Number one, Gray Church of Christ is a congregation that loves their brethren. One thing that I have been impressed with since beginning at the Great Church of Christ is that uh, the congregation is very close. We're working every day to continue that uh, closeness and to bring us even closer together, but I have never met a congregation that everyone in the congregation knows when someone's sick before I do. They call each other, they know each other, they know each other very well, and I arrived at services this morning, and someone, uh, three or four people walked up and said, by the way, uh, this family's not going to be here because they're out of town, someone passed away. I had no idea. That's how close the congregation is, and we're very thankful that they are. That is one reason why we're so thankful to be there. Uh, let me just say this, everything that we're doing at the Great Church of Christ uh, is because of a firm foundation laid by Glenn. Uh, I don't know if you ever met Glenn, but Glenn Sleevener is a wonderful man. He's a great gospel preacher. Uh, he has had some health problems recently uh, with stents and a um, heart valve replacement and a number of other things. So be praying for him, but he's doing better. He is a great gospel preacher. He's a wonderful worker for the Lord. He is down in um, whatever that town is in Florida. It's got a school there and an orphanage, and I can't think of the town. Mount Dora. I knew it started with a D, but I wanted to say Dalreda, and that's definitely not where Glenn is. Glenn is in Mount Dora. Anyways, the Great Church of Christ is a congregation that loves their brethren. Uh, As Brother Hatcher mentioned, y'all have supported the Great Church of Christ for over 10 years. Uh, It was our privilege in April to have the 10-year anniversary. Uh, Glenn was back. You can see him there in the gray suit, if you can see the picture off to the left. We had 60 people in attendance, and as far as I can tell... From our attendance records, that is the biggest number we have ever had. Uh, Brother Hatcher and I were joking around that the Great Church of Christ's auditorium could probably fit in one of these sections. Uh, we're very small, but we're, we're loving uh, where we are. We love the fact that we have an, uh, a large plot of land that we can grow on if we need to. And we're close to filling that spot up when we have... Uh, this number of people. Ten years is a wonderful time, uh, a wonderful length for a congregation. Uh, I don't know the average length of missionary style churches uh, when they pop up and then they 
might fall away or might go uh, the way of all the world and simply move away or whatnot. But 10 years to me is a good, a good amount of time uh, for a congregation to be established and to continue to grow, especially in the area where we are. Um, as I looked at the congregation and decided uh, whether or not we were going to go there, I was reminded a number of times by a number of people that middle Georgia and south Georgia are not as strong as north Alabama. I am from Arab, Alabama. If anybody knows where that is, that is not somewhere where we wear turbans or anything. But Arab is just south of Huntsville, uh, and the church is very strong there. It's very strong in this area as well. Uh, Middle Georgia is not that way. There are somewhere around six or seven faithful congregations within a 50-mile radius of us. Uh, And so it is very uh, light, our members of the churches, members of the church, and uh, 10 years is a wonderful stepping stone. We look forward to a number of other times. We love our brethren. We work together. We spend a lot of time together. And as Hebrews 10, verse 25 says, we exhort one another and so much more as we see the day approaching, we attempt to provoke each other to love and to good works. Hebrews 10 and verse 24. And this 10-year reunion was one of those times where we got together. We met people that no longer attend the, the congregation there because they have moved away or whatnot. We got to spend a lot of time thinking and, and uh, talking about the past of the congregation. I learned a lot of things. And uh, it just strengthened the love that is there between the brethren at, at Gray. Next, uh, we have a picture of Yes Weekend. If you don't know what Yes Weekend is, you ought to. Um, it changed my preaching. As soon as we got back, I preached a sermon on all the sermons that were done at Yes Weekend. And everybody said, well, now you're actually looking like a real preacher when you're up there. That goes to show you how much they love me, right? No. Uh, they like to give me a hard time because I'm 23, if you uh, didn't know that. But we took the entire congregation's youth group to Yes Weekend. It was a wonderful time. Um, out of the 42 members, these are all of our youth, uh, with me and my wife standing there looking like we're part of the youth group. But uh, the, the Great Church of Christ takes Ephesians 6 and verse 4 very literally. Uh, Fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. We understand that that is a family uh, command for the fathers to take care of their children, to bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. But we take children very seriously. We spend a lot of time with them. We try to encourage them uh, in the ways of the Lord. One thing that struck me as uh, I was beginning to study a lesson last year, right before y'all came, or right before the kids came, uh, for VBS was 41.8% of our youth in the churches of Christ will leave after they graduate high school. And as I look at this picture, I don't want a single one of them to leave. They're wonderful. The young man that is standing in the very middle, looking like he is uh, like the father of some of y'all. Anyways, that was a joke last year. Um, he is uh, about to preach his first sermon He has helped on the Lord's table. We're trying to encourage them. We do a lot of things to try to encourage the kids uh, in in the ways of the Lord and to encourage them to become Christians and to stay Christians uh, for their entire lives. And we we very much uh, love them. We care for them. We want to spend every chance we get with them. The next picture is of our farm and fellowship. We are very thankful that a 
uh, local doctor owns a giant farm there in Gray and allows us to go out every now and then and spend some time there. Uh, We had over 75 people at the farm and fellowship uh, and all it was was fishing and getting to know each other and uh, praying together, spending some time throwing the football, throwing the baseball, uh, those sorts of things. It was a great time. We got got in contact with a lot of people that Rebecca and I had not met yet uh, simply because of the family connections. They are not members of the church or they attend somewhere else. And so we were able to meet up with them and get to know them. And uh, we're glad to say that because of the Farm and Fellowship, we now have a person that is uh, visiting with us every now and then. And so we are very thankful for that. She is hard of hearing. And so we are trying to accommodate her. But, uh, of course, we understand that she uh, is uh, the family member of one of our members. So she's willing to come and study with us and and visit with us. And we're very thankful for that. And it's all because we were allowed to go uh, to this farm and spend some time together. We are a congregation that loves our brethren, especially those that are members of the Gray Church of Christ. We try to spend as much time as we can together talking with each other. Uh, This afternoon we had our first of the month fellowship meal and uh, as always I ate too much and I talked too long and then we were rushed to get here on time but that's just to uh, that just goes to show you the wonderful congregation that we are uh, blessed to work with next great church of Christ is a congregation that labors for their Lord Matthew 28 19 and 20 a verse that is Probably known to all of us, go ye therefore into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. That is Mark 16, 15, and 16. Uh, read Matthew 28, 19, and 20. I always get them mixed up, and you'll get the same sense of the words. But Mark 16, 15, and 16, we try to take that verse as seriously as possible. With 0.5% of the, of the county being members of the church, uh, like I said, we have our work cut out for us, but thankfully, uh, through donations and gifts such as yours uh, we're able to do a number of different things in january or i'm sorry let's start with this uh last year we had vbs door knocking we passed out over 100 flyers uh to our community and we were very thankful to be able to have the kids down there to help us with that uh with such a rural community it's kind of hard to door knock uh unless you have a large number of people and we were very thankful to be able to have them down there with us uh, to do that, passed over uh, 100 flyers out to houses. We stopped at Ingalls and passed out flyers there. We had a number of different visitors uh, that we have contacted. Uh, sadly, no Bible studies came from last year's VBS, but we do have visitors that are going to come back this year in a few weeks. And so we will be glad to see them and hopefully we'll be able to set up some Bible studies with them. In the past month, we have passed out over 1,000 business cards and tracts. Uh, to the community, and we also spend time, uh, spend our uh, finances sending out house to house, uh, heart to heart. Uh, this publication is very near and dear to me. I was baptized at the Jacksonville Church of Christ, and so I know Alan uh, and the guys at house to house very well. And so when we got there in January, uh, six months after we got there, I asked the brethren if they would be willing to send this out, and they were. We send it to 1,000. Uh, houses and P.O. boxes every other month. And because of that, we have had six Bible correspondence courses and two actual Bible studies set up 
just from house to house. One of those is from a denominational preacher in the area that's exact words were, I need help. I don't know what I'm doing and I just need help studying the Bible so that I can figure out what I'm doing. And we're going to set up, uh, sit down later this week and have a Bible study together. And so we're very thankful to be able to send out house to house. Um, we have three ongoing Bible studies at the moment. We have uh, taken the first year to get to know the congregation and get to know the community a little bit. And now we are changing directions and trying to get outreach more. We have a, a couple ways in which we do that. Uh, house to house is one. We, in August, will start our food pantry. I noticed y'all have a food pantry here. Uh, we're going to spend some time and some effort attempting to help those that are uh, in need in our community. The Jones County, the demographics of it are such that uh, those that are in need are seriously in need and those that are not in need are just fine. And so we're going to try to help those that are in need as much as possible. We're going to be giving out food and uh, baby formula and baby diapers and all sorts of things to try to help them and to try to get uh, in contact with them. We have 200 yards from our building, and I'm estimating high there. We have a church uh, building called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and so it's extremely hard for us to get people to remember who we are. And so that's another thing that we're trying to uh, combat in our community the fact that people just don't know where where we are and that's because we are kind of overshadowed but thankfully to house to house and our business cards that we've been passing out our tracks and such as uh, such things as that we're able to get people to know the congregation and know where we are and now when I go to Ingalls and, and invite someone or talk to them and say I'm the preacher for the great church of Christ most of the time they know where we are and we're very thankful for that uh, and that also extends into our visitors and things like that. One thing that we started a few weeks ago that has been very encouraging to me and to my wife especially has been what we call senior studies. We go to two um, nursing homes, well one nursing home, one retirement village uh, in Gray uh, every Thursday at 6 and at 7 and we sing with them and have a short Bible study with them and just get to know them. They, they're encouraged by it and we're encouraged by it. Uh, when the kids come down in two weeks, we're going to spend some time going there and singing with them. That's one thing that they love. They all fall asleep when I preach, but they're willing to sing with us. Uh, I guess that is either one of two things. It's either something saying about me and my preaching, I'm just boring or something. Or um, they're like all of us, they just get tired, uh, which is probably the not the case. They're probably bored because of me. But anyways, um, we have 30 people that attend these Bible studies every week. And we've only been doing them for uh, about a month. And we've already had uh, people that are uh, interested in the congregation and want to know more about us. And so we're very thankful for that. Gray Health and Rehab uh, is the nursing home. Stonebrook Suites Retirement Home is our, is our retirement home in Gray. And so we try to accommodate those people to the best of our ability with our studies and with our singing and things. And that is something that has been encouraging to me. Hopefully it's encouraging to those that are present at uh, the Bible studies. 
Next, we are a congregation that loves our brethren. We're a congregation that tries to labor for the Lord as much as possible. And we are a congregation that tries and spends time in learning the book. 2 Timothy 2 verse 15 says, Be diligent or study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed rightly, dividing the word of truth. We spend time trying to be diligent. We spend a lot of time in Bible study. We spend a lot of time, of course, in our corporate worships on Sunday morning and Sunday night, but we spend more time on Bible study and things like that. We've been trying to encourage the brethren there to attend those Bible studies, and they are responding very well. We have a number of different ways in which we try to teach and try to learn at the Great Church of Christ. Number one is our youth. We have a youth group of about nine people if everyone is there. And we have uh, things like Yes Weekend. We just went a few weeks ago to uh, Indian Creek Youth Camp to the week after y'all went, right? The week after uh, Dalreda's youth group went, uh, we spent a lot of time. That is where um, the kids got encouraged. That is where the, the young man on the way home asked me, his exact words were, Lee, what do I have to do to take over when you leave? Again, I just don't know. Are they wanting me to leave or what? But he said, uh, those were his exact words. What do I have to do to take over when you leave? And I said, let me teach you. And he said, okay. And so he spends Sunday afternoons uh, with me learning how to preach, learning how to lead singing, lead prayers, work on the Lord's table. And he's doing a wonderful job. It's also the point camp was, which the young ladies were encouraged and now they have a Wednesday afternoon Bible study that they spend uh, Wednesday afternoons with my wife uh, at, at our house destroying it but also learning a lot of wonderful things uh, last week they learned how to make the Lord's Supper bread uh, and a Bible study as well we have uh, our lads to leaders that we're going to be starting we have our youth devotionals once a month we have a number of different things that we try to do to teach our youth like I said, we, we take the youth very seriously, and we try to accommodate them and teach them at every possible uh, way that we can. Uh, by way of adults, we have, of course, our Sundays and Wednesday Bible classes. And let me just say, I have been encouraged and extremely uh, taken aback by the, the level of growth that I've seen just since getting to gray. Uh, that is because of a good foundation. That is because Glenn did his job and set it up perfectly for me to get there. And I'm very thankful for that. But we have had studies on Hebrews. Uh, we're in Acts right now. We've had Christian evidences, evangelism. Uh, we had a Bible study from Only Hope Publications. Uh, there's a little uh, shameless plug. I write for Only Hope Publications. So if you want, go check it out, onlyhopepublications.com. But we had a Bible study on Islam. We... Uh, had a study on the church, the prodigal son, worship. We, we spent a lot of time studying. Those are just the series that we've done on Sundays and Wednesdays. We've spent a lot of time trying to study other topics uh, as they come about. The brethren at Gray are very excited about learning. We have instituted a question and answer session on the last Sunday night of every month. And I'll tell you what, those questions are extremely hard. Do you all do a question and answer session here, Doug? It is hard, isn't it? They ask the hardest questions and the questions that I have no idea and I have to spend an entire week trying to figure out the answer to this question. Uh, 
not did Adam have a belly button, but more uh, in-depth questions than that. But they're very excited about learning. You can tell from their questions that they ask. Uh, And then also we have, of course, our congregational things that we do to learn. We have our Sunday morning Bible uh, studies. We have our Sunday morning worship. And we have a number of people that are inviting visitors and things like that. Uh, It's just all around encouraging. I haven't really had a single thing at Gray that has been really discouraging we of course there are some discouraging things in every work but especially a work such as gray where it is a very small number of people in a very large uh, demographic a very large county but uh, it is overwhelmingly encouraging we want to thank again this congregation for all that y'all do we of course want to thank those that came before us glenn and phyllis and those people that came and helped that helped the congregation before we got there Uh, We have seen a tremendous increase in the uh, spirituality and love of the brethren since we got there. And that's not saying anything about me. That's saying everything about the gospel and about the truth. They love it and they want to teach others about it. And so we're doing just that. Right now we are having a Wednesday night Bible study on how to evangelize, how to teach others. And this week their homework was to... uh, invite one person to have a Bible study with them. One person has already had that Bible study, and hopefully that will encourage others to do so as well. And so again, I want to thank you for all you do. Thank you for the love and generosity that is extended from Dalreda to Gray. Uh, We couldn't do it without y'all. We could probably make by and keep the lights on, but we would never be able to do the things that we're able to do because of this congregation and y'all's continued support And we want to thank you very much for that. There is always a question uh, when talking about a congregation such as this, is what's the point? The point is there are 29,000 souls within a 400 square mile radius of our building. And because of that, we take the gospel plan of salvation very seriously. We teach those people that they must obey the gospel that they must believe, repent, confess, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of their sins. And because of that, those people know what God wants them to do to be saved. That being said, at the end of every service of the Lord's church, we extend the Lord's invitation. If there is someone here tonight that would like to be baptized, would like to put on Christ in baptism, as Galatians 3 and verse 27 says, would like to be free from sin, be free from the condemnation, of that sin, Romans 6, uh, 23, and Romans 8, 1, then tonight is absolutely the time to do it. You won't be uh, a member at Gray, but you'll be a member of the Lord's Church. And that's one of the best things. You know what? I'm just going to be honest with you. I think that the Lord knew what he was doing when he established the Lord's Church. And he knew that the wonderful thing about it is I can drive three and a half hours from Gray, Georgia to Montgomery and meet wonderful Christian brethren that are members of the Lord's Church, members of the Church of Christ, have salvation, and work together for the Lord. If you want to be part of that, tonight is the time to do it. It's time to put on Christ in baptism and lay aside everything that you've um, previously believed and just go by the Bible. If you want to do that tonight, please let it be known. If you want to repent of any sins or confess Jesus or confess those sins before this congregation, or maybe you just need the prayers 
uh, for support of this congregation. Please let it be known as we stand, as we sing this song of encouragement.